This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. What is going on? What's going on since we last recorded is skylines now the sponsor of uh almost said paul brown paycor stadium yep big news it is big news and i'll be completely honest with you it did have me thinking yesterday when it was announced on wednesday we're recording on a thursday i was wondering how long the gold star contract was did they buy him out and say you know what we're going big with skyline because a lot of people they have their preference some people like gold star but the majority of cincinnatians and people when it comes to that chili taste it's skyline so i want to know about the contract details to be completely honest with you i always show them player contracts never uh, sponsorship contracts what which do you have a preference or are you a, a non-denominational cincinnati chili enthusiast i'll say this skyline is the only chili company to send me free gear and gift cards. So why haven't I got that? I'm a, I'm a, no, I I do love Skyline and nothing against Gold Star. It's fine. I mean, if it's there, it's there. I've had it plenty of times in the press box because they do have, what's funny is the Bengals media room during games, they have Gold Star out there. But when the away media is there and the way broadcasters are there, they always think it's Skyline at halftime. But it's been Gold Star for 21 years, and it just cracks me up. Uh, but it's those hot dogs and spaghetti, that, that's totally fine. They, I wouldn't say they're similar, but, you know, some everybody has their favorite chili. I will say Skyline's my favorite, okay. but, I, but I eat Skyline without cheese. Whoa, whoa. All right, what's your order? What is this order? It's very simple. Um, you a Greek I, salad person at Skyline? I'll judge you a little bit. You know what? I like their Greek salad. And I wish I could bring over the oyster crackers, Skyline oyster crackers that I have in my kitchen. And I have hot sauce, which is absolutely... I, I had it before the announcement. I just love it as a snack. Um, but my go-to- hot sauce on the oyster crackers? Because I do that. Oh, okay. All I, the I time. do that too. I do that too. Such a great snack. Um, and then my spaghetti, I just get the spaghetti, uh, the medium chili spaghetti and that's it with the chili on it. 
Okay. No hot dog? I do like the hot dog. But if you put chili on, it gets a little soggy. I'm not really, really into that. So what about you? Oh, I'm a regular three-way with cheese uh, and usually just one coney. If I'm feeling it, I I mean, I'll go two conies or something. Or if we're with people, the the chili cheese fries are underrated. I don't think people talk about them enough. They're actually pretty good. Yeah, like they're they're pretty good fries, and obviously it's the chili and the cheese. So uh, yeah, I, I like Skyline a lot. I, I'm not a local, so I mean I've been to Skyline a lot in my life, somewhere upwards of forty times, which is a lot for somebody who's not local. We have Whoa. there's one in um, Cleveland area, Akron area actually, and uh, that was the closest I ever was to a Cincinnati local. Was I lived right outside of Akron for six months while I was working. And uh, yeah, that, that drove the number up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, people from out of town, they, they hate on it and they'll be like, I don't get Mm -hmm. it. Why do you guys like your chili so much? But I think it's, I think it's good. Uh, I'll probably get some on draft night. night. We'll have a pod that night. So maybe I'll I'll get some skyline for draft night. But yeah, I was more intrigued about the the contract details. I want to know more about that stuff. Because this is a big deal. And I think, you know, kind of going into the contract extension talk, which I want to get to in just a little bit. But I do feel like you up your sponsorship with this big brand. Um, We've already talked to Paycor last year. And then just the different gates that they've worked with with other sponsorships. All that goes into these contract extensions. So if Skyline's paying more money, then Skyline's number one. And and I'm totally here for it. But yeah, huge news. Unexpected news. When when talking about contracts in general, I I didn't think Skyline was going to get ahead of Joe Burrow and T Higgins or Logan Wilson extension talk, but we're here. You saw uh, uh, DJ reader skyline collaboration might be coming out. So that's what I'm looking forward to. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. The players, I think, cause they had to do like all those gold star uh, social media posts from, from previous seasons. I think BJ Hill wants some free chili, get DJ reader out there. I think you're good with your content with Skyline and the Bengals. So that's going to be really fun to see, but no, I love it. So yeah, Skyline's a thumbs up from me. Uh, but yeah, no chili or no cheese on it. And I, people hate me for it. Uh, but we'll, we'll move on it to Duke Tobin. Yeah. Well, we heard from Duke Tobin today. I call him the GM, uh, you know, director of player personnel, but pretty much plays that GM role. He talks a uh, week before NFL draft week every single year. And, um, you know, nothing against Duke, but nothing too crazy or revealing. And that's just the way it is when it comes from a front office or GM member right before the draft. He did joke. He told Paul Daner, hey, if you could tell me the 27 people correctly in front of us and who they're going to take i'll let you know who we're taking at 28 um but he's like if you can't tell me that then i'm, I'm not going to be able to tell you where we go his biggest takeaway was they're going to go best player available and we've talked about that for months it's a really good decision to make besides quarterback or a punter no offense to punters or people too um the, the main focus will be the best player available on their board when they get to number 28 uh did you see any of duke's comments today or, or think of anything you know that really felt revealing at the press conference uh well i think the the one thing that i i think was significant is uh, there was a rumor T. Higgins may have been extended, and it did not feel that way at the press conference where he said, uh, I'm working like heck to get it done. Does not feel like it's a pretty much a done deal. <laughs> so 
<sighs> rumor season. But uh, maybe they are close. Maybe it's close, but it's clearly not done just yet. T. Higgins is in Cincinnati right now. Oh. And he has been in Cincinnati for the last Maybe few days. Maybe he just hasn't signed. Oh, a few days. Okay. Well, he probably would have had time to sign the dotted line. <laughs> I'd say about 24 to 48 hours, T. Higgins has been in Cincinnati. So um, he is here. And, um, you know, that's extremely important. I know they're having their offseason workouts. I don't look too much into the players not being there for offseason workouts because it is a voluntary thing by NFL teams. You see it all the time. Uh, most of the guys will work out where they currently live with their other trainers. Uh, but yeah, he, I can confirm he's here. Um, he's actually posted that he's been in Cincinnati. So this isn't any news to tell anybody. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens there. Again, one of the things when it comes to contract extensions with the Cincinnati Bengals, they won't give you a clue until it is complete and the player is signed on the dotted line. So, um, you know, what's happening behind the scenes, we'll, we won't know, especially with Joe Burrow's camp um, and the Bengals front office. We've already heard Katie Blackburn say that's going to be a vow of silence um, until they do have something to announce. So, again, maybe I'm looking to be a little more optimistic on the side of extensions and, you know, listening to these press conferences and, and nothing confirmed because when the national media does put it out there, I think a lot of people will buy in and be like, oh, it's definitely happening. Uh, you know, they did extend these guys. But for me, I just I think it's going to be stuff that gets done before camp. And um, they do have a couple months to, to work those deals out. And hopefully they do. You want to go into camp and you just want to focus on the season. Uh, we don't want to go in. And, and the thing is, I hate using even Jesse Bates as a comparison because Jesse was fine. I mean, he wasn't. He was just like, hey, like, this is what I want. And, you know, he set out those workouts and, and, he, and he showed up in time for the regular season. So I, I'm, I'm not looking too much into it being a problem or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I'm optimistic about the extension stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... There's optimism still for me. Um, it, just a tiny bit of cold water. Yeah. Just like, a, you know, <laughs> it's not done. <laughs> None of these are yeah. done. But uh, yeah, the, the, there's still optimism. I think it gets done. I'm more on the side it gets done than it doesn't get done. And I think I was 50-50 heading into last year. So it'll be interesting to see what, exactly what happens. It seems as if they're very interested in extending him. They have made a lot of comments there's been a lot of posts about him etc that indicate he is a cornerstone piece of the team and i mean worst comes to worst it's still two more years because you have to factor in the franchise tag they're not going to let him walk for just a third round comp pick this year like that could happen after the franchise tag you're really hoping you franchise tag him and extend him during that window so you don't even need to pay the franchise tag but it is what it is uh i think t higgins gets extended if not there's two more years like we have talked a lot about these next two years i think are the biggest this Bengals team's window will be for quite a while um because right now they can spend a lot of money and they won't be able to once the Burrow extension really kicks in, once the Jamar Chase extension really kicks in, um, and any other extensions like that, plus T. Higgins making real money like in a franchise tag. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
What's wild about it all, because the contract money is going to continue to get insane, wide receiver money, cornerback money. And, you know, if the Bengals are able to get that done with T. Higgins and Joe Burrow this offseason, you do focus on Jamar Chase. I, I want it to be a solo focus next year, at least for that high number of a wide receiver. They're going to have other guys they need to extend, but he's going to be your number one priority going into the following season. So it's going to be crazy to look at how much that number changes when the Joe Burrow, if T Higgins gets extended, what that's going to look like compared to other teams that are going through it. You could even use the Trevor Lawrence comparison, what number he'll get the following year. Um, but the number's only going to go crazy insane uh, for, for those position groups. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I think going into the off season, I didn't know. I, I felt like T Higgins definitely going to be back obviously for 2023. And then I did kind of feel the franchise tag for the following year if they didn't extend him. Uh, but I'm feeling a little more optimistic that's going to happen. So maybe I have a little patience, but I'm going to move on to Jonah Williams because Duke Tobin was asked about Jonah and he said, Jonah, he's a member of our team. He's a valuable member of our team. And if that changes, you guys will be the first to know. But right now that hasn't changed. All right. Uh, I mean, what's the word for GM speak? Is it just GM speak? GM speak. <laughs> yeah, GM speak. speak. We learned nothing. Uh, we know Jonah's not that happy. We know that they're going to probably keep him unless they get a good offer. This changes none of that. I, I, I think, do you, do you think they're more willing to move him? I saw a question that was asking what his uh, value in a draft in the trade market is, and we can answer that later. But do you just think they're more willing to trade him if they get Darnell Ray at 28 or Dewan Jones at 60? I think draft weekend is going to be really telling, and and I do. I think if you're able to get a guy in the first two rounds for that right tackle role, right tackle role, then yeah, you're willing to kind of maybe go down on your price, and maybe Jonah Williams is gone on Saturday, <laughs> and they find a, a draft partner for him. Uh, but I, I think it really does depend on what their draft board looks like. Look, I think the Cincinnati Bengals feel like we they hold the cards. They're like, you, you're, you're not going anywhere. Um, you're either going to play or you're not going to get $12 million. Or if we can't, I mean, if that's it, they can't find a trade partner. Uh, so you're, they're just going to play their game until they find the best match for a trade partner. And I just, I don't know. I, I think after, if we get into draft weekend is finished up, I'll probably feel like Jonah Williams is going to be on this roster to be completely honest with you. Yeah, that's where I am too. Even, I think even if they do draft, Maybe not in the first round, but if they get a right tackle in the second round, I think they might still just keep Jonah Williams because I think they are higher on him than most other teams are. So they're going to want like real value in return. And I'm not sure every team wants to return high value because there are deficiencies. It's just the shorter arms and the lack of strength. And that's not nothing against him. I still think he's a fine player. And still has potential to be a good player. It's just some teams are very strict about that stuff. So it's just going to, they'll see him as a guard and they're not going to want to pay so much for a guard. There's only so many teams are going to see him as a tackle and a left tackle at that. Uh, Yeah. Where I am on it is just, I don't think it happens. I think he's going to play for the Bengals. Will he play a right tackle? Eileen. Yeah. At least I think he's going to, you know, push to start there. But I do, there is a wind, there is a possibility that he just says no to right tackle and he just rides the bench. It's in his right. He, he doesn't have to. Uh, I don't know if that would help him monetarily in the next contract, but 
it is within his rights. So he could just say, no, I'll be the backup left tackle. Or he could even hold out, but I don't think he'll do that. Yeah, I don't I don't think he'll hold out. Um, I still I still see Jonah Williams showing up. And, you know, maybe there's more conversations happening behind the scenes. Zach Taylor talked to the media on Monday and he pretty much said they're going to keep those conversations private. And I had no problem, Zach, saying that again. That could be coach speak. Uh, He's not going to go out there and tell the whole media, hey, this is actually what Jonah Williams said to me. This is what we told him. Um, That stuff is always going to be behind closed doors and and we won't know it until um, unless I guess Jonah Williams would ever want to speak on it. But I just I'm I'm leaning towards we'll get to draft week, which is a week away. I'm so thankful. (laughs) And then we'll really get a, a feel for for where this team probably is when it comes to Jonah Williams and maybe a trade partner. Uh, but yeah, I I want to see pick 60 for them and, and where they go, because I still don't think they go offensive line at 28. Duke Tobin mentioned best player available. Uh, one of the things we've been really pretty much preaching on this podcast for the last couple months, no real surprise that they do, you know, they can go that way. They do. They have a roster where they can they can you know, uh, avoid quarterback, uh, avoid, I've joked, a uh, punter. Maybe you get a free agent punter or undrafted free agent punter or get one late in the seventh round. But for them, it's just defense, offense, any of those players available on their draft board. So, Yeah. It's so hard to predict what the Bengals are going to do because there are 27 picks in front of you. What happens? And, uh, like, if this was the Texans podcast, much easier. Much easier to try to predict what happens. Is it though? With the Texans? I mean, I guess I, mean, I guess it's not easy, but at least you... I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe I should say the Panthers. If this is the Panthers podcast, much easier. I still think it's easier even with the Texans, though. You're like, they're going to trade out. They could take a quarterback, probably Stroud, if it's one of those guys. Or they take what they think is the best defensive player. Uh, and there's, you know, everybody available. With the Bengals, it's like, Who's available? <laughs> because that changes everything. Uh, so there's going to be, I think there's some favorites for the spot. We've talked a lot about them. We'll talk more about them. But uh, that it's hard to predict because you don't know what happens. Some guy could fall. Some guy could get taken that the Bengals were also high on and you were expecting. Like say Mayor, Forbes, Wright, they're all gone. It just quarterbacks weren't taken. This happened last year. I, I know people think it's crazy that the quarterback's not taken. One quarterback got taken in the first round last year. And around this time last year, I still remember they were saying, I think it was still this time, like a week. It might have been more like two, three weeks before the draft. They were still saying, ooh, the Lions, they might take um, Malik Willis at like third overall or wherever that was, like top five. It was still, it was still like that was the rumor. And I don't know. I haven't looked at the quarterbacks. So I don't know anything about them, but it wouldn't shock me if a quarter, if quarterbacks fell or more quarterbacks went and then guys drop. It's the draft. This is so unpredictable. If it was very predictable, you know how much money you can make at Vegas? If you think he's for sure going in there, go and look up the lines on these guys because they have like over under the when they'll be picked and bet your money. I'm not betting mine. <laughs> I mean, I'd be on FanDuel right after this podcast if I knew. <laughs> That's for sure. I'd be putting the money up and, and know what the future pick for for the, the number two pick, at least in the NFL draft. But let's go ahead and get to the mailbags next. Again, a week from the NFL draft. And thank you for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.